We're in the Gemara today on Daf Gimel Amit Beis, two lines from the bottom of the Amit. Tanar we learned in Abraise. Ezui Edus Rishayna, Harishayna. What is the first testimony that you give to bring a woman to be a Saita? Zu Edus Tira. This refers to the Edus that this woman secluded with a man privately. Edus Achreina. The, what does Edus Achreina refer to? Zedus Tome. That's when you have Edus that on the final matter that she actually had a relationship with this man. Now the Braisa continues, Vekamo Shir Stire. What's the length of time that she secluded herself that this is considered to be a doubt whether she had a relationship with him? Says the Braisa, Kedei Tome, the length of time to her, for her to become Tome with him, which is Kedei Bia, the length of time to have a relation with him, which is Kedei Haro, which is the length of time that it takes for the beginning of the act, just the contact between the man and woman. And then the Braisa concludes, and that is Kidei Hakofas Dekel, the length of time that it takes to go around a palm tree. Divri Rabbi Shmol. This is Rabbi Shmol's opinion. Rabbi Yezah says, Kidei Mizigis Hakais, the length of time that it takes to pour a glass of wine. And we're talking about a revius of wine, and we're talking about in those times when they had to dilute it with water, so it takes a certain amount of time to get that done. Rabbi Shua says the length of time is as long as it takes to, to drink this Revi's cup of wine. Ben Benazi says the time it takes to roast an egg. Rabbi Kiva says the time it takes to swallow this egg. The time it takes to swallow three eggs one after the other. The time it takes to tie the strands of a of a weaver, two different strands to tie them together. To stick her hands into her mouth, little kissim to take out something a a splinter or something that's stuck between the teeth. To stick her hands into a basket, little kicker to take out bread from there. And he adds, We don't have a proof from the following Pasik here, but there is an allusion to this because the Pasik says, Because of the woman, which is a Zaina, until the loaf of bread. So we see that we can say that the time to measure when we could say she had a relationship with this man is related to bread. Okay, this is the conclusion of the Braisa, so we have many opinions here. So the Gemara goes back to the beginning of the Braise here, when it spoke about the shear of this length of time. So the Braise said a few different details, right? The Braise said, Kama shear stira. What does the Braise say? Kedei tome. Then it says Kedei bia. Then it says Kedei hara. And then it adds what the actual length of time is. Kedei hakafas dekel. The time it takes to go around the palm tree. So the question is, Why does it give all these different shiurim? Why does it have to say kedei tome, kedei bia, kedei hara? Could just say kedei hara. We know that's the beginning of the act, and that's the length of time. Says the Gemara, it's rikhi. I need all of them because the e tana kedei tome. If all it would say is kedei tome, havamine. What does that include? Kedei tumasa veartsaisa. That includes the time that it takes for this woman to have the relation with this man, but it also includes the time it would take for the man to seduce her and to convince her into this. So because Tumah includes everything. It doesn't just happen in a second. He has to convince her. Kamash Malan, So therefore, the Braisa adds after Kedei Tumah that it Kedei Bia means we only measure the amount of time of the Bia itself 
not including the Artsaisa. As Rashi says, it could be that he already persuaded her from before, and therefore from the time that he secluded with her, we just count the time of Bia. And just, just that time alone creates a suffix if he had a relationship a relation with her or not. Now, if we would only say now so Bia says everything, right? If it, say, it says Kedai Tome, then it says Kedai Bia. So we know that it's not just the time of the, it's not the time of the Bia and the Ritsui to persuade her, but it's only the Bia. So then that's enough. Why does it have to say afterwards Kedai Hara? So how about minute? So then I would say Kedai Gemar Bia, that the length of time is for the full act of the Gemar of the Bia. So therefore, Kamash Malan, therefore the Braisa Azan says Kedai Hara, that the share of the time is the Hara, only the beginning of the act. If so, the question becomes, so then it could only say, So what the Gemara is saying is that it could say, together with, right? It would say, and then, shouldn't that be good enough? Why does it have to say all three? and Says the Gemara, if we would only say two of them, for example, if we would only say, and then I would say, then I would know that it only includes the beginning, that's Hara, but I would say that Artsaisa is still part of the length of time that's, that's part of this, that's the fact that he has to persuade her. And the reason is because when it says, what would Kedebiya mean? Kedebiya would mean everything included in Bia, which is the Ritsui, the persuading, and the Bia itself. And then when you write Hara, Hara is just saying that we only go on the Haschala of the Bia. But it doesn't say that the Ritsui is not included. So even if we would say just Bia and Hara, I would, I would still think that yes, we cut the Bia down just to Hara, but the Ritsui is still part of the Shir. So therefore, Kamash Mulan, Kedei Tumah. So therefore, it has to say Kedei Tumah as well. So the way Rashi explains this is, when it's, basically, we're trying to exclude two different aspects here. We're trying to say that the length of time does not include the Ritsui, and therefore, it has to say Tume and then Bia. When it says Bia after Tume, it comes to say that it does not include the Ritsui. And then we're also trying to exclude that it's not the full Bia, but it's only the Haschala of the Bia. And therefore, it also has to say Kedei Hara. So it's not enough if we would say two expressions. It has to say all three expressions. And Rashi points out, if the Bryce would choose any two expressions, I would say it only excludes one and not the other. If we would only say Kedei Bia and Kedei Hara, or would say only Kedei Tume and Kedei Hara, I would say it doesn't exclude the Ritsui, the persuading her. So therefore it has to say all three, so we know that it excludes persuading her, and it excludes the, the, the Gemar of the Bia as well. So that's how we have the, the exact shear of what this is, that it's Kedei Hara without the Ritsui. And then the Bryce also says, Kedei Akofas Dekel, which is the amount of time that it takes to go around the palm tree. So here it actually just points out, you may ask, so just say that. If you would only say the shir of Kedeh Kafas Dekal, so whatever amount of time that is, that's what it is. So it doesn't have to say anything else. So Rashi says, no, the price has to tell you what the shir is of. It can't just tell you the length of time of a Kafas Dekal. You want to know what we're measuring here. So it has to tell you the details of what exactly it is we're measuring in this length of time. And then it says Kedeh Kafas Dekal. So that's the amount of time it takes to go around the tree. Here the Gemara will bring another Braisa, which basically brings up the same Tanoim that the previous Braise brought and argued about the subject. But all of these Tanoim in this Braise will be saying their opinion differently than the first Braise. And the Gemara is going to go through all the opinions to resolve the contradiction. 
Ramini, so I'll ask you the contradiction from this Braise. The Braise says, Venistera, she was secluded. How long is the shear of the seclusion? So we don't know. Then the Pasuk says, she became Tomei. So that means that the length of the time is Kedei Tome, and again the Braise says Kedei Bia, Kedei Hara, and here the Braise concludes Kedei Chazaras Dekel, the amount of time it takes for the tree to come back. And the Gemara will explain what this expression of Chazaras Dekel means. Divrei Rabbi This is Rabbi opinion. So in this Braise, Rabbi opinion comes first. In the previous Braise, Rabbi Shmuel's opinion came first. Now Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, what's the time? The length of time it takes to pour a glass of wine, and that's the Revius with the proper dilution, to dilute it. Benazi says, to drink it. The time it takes to fry or to roast an egg. Now all of these shiurim are not the same as it says before, as I can go through it. The amount of time it takes to swallow this egg. Okay. So now, let's see, comparing it to the previous Baisa. So first, the Gemara points out regarding the first opinion brought here in this Baisa, which was Rabbi Yezer. What did he say? The Shir is Kedei Chazaras Dekel. Now, what does Chazaras Dekel mean? At this point, we think, Hainu Hakafas Dekel, Hainu Chazaras Dekel. These two expressions mean the same thing. Hakafas Dekel means going around the palm tree. Chazaras Dekel also means coming back around the tree. So it's the same thing. So if so, the question is, awesome. in the first price, Rabbi Shmuel is the one that says that the shear is to go around the palm tree. And Rabbi Yezah argues on that. And here Rabbi Yezah is the one that gives this shear of Chazar Azdekel, which is the same shear as Hakaf Azdekel. So it's a contradiction in Rabbi Yezah's opinion. So Abaye answers, it's not the same thing. Hakafa means beregal. Hakafa means a person walking around the palm tree. Chazara zdekel means a completely different thing. Chazara berua. Chazara means the wind blows and the tree is, is shaking in the wind or blowing in the wind. And chazara zdekel means when the wind stops blowing and the, the tree goes back to its place, that the, the branches of the tree go back to their place. That's what it means. So it's two different shiurim b'chal. Now the Gemara clarifies exactly what that shir is. Boy Ravashi, Ravashi asks the Shaila, Chazara beruach. When it says that it returns to its place from the wind, does that mean kihechi the ozel vahadarasi? Does that mean that the wind stopped and the branches go back to its place and that's enough? That's the shear. Oidilmer, the shear is longer. Kihechi the ozel vaasi vahadakai beduchte. Not only did the branches come back to their place, but they stopped shaking at all. They are completely still. That could be a much longer time to take the, for the branches to to stop shaking altogether. Is that maybe that's the length of time? Teiku, this remains unresolved. Okay, so now we have here a contradiction in Rabbi Yezer's opinion. Why? Hossam, in the first Braise, Omer Rabbi the Shir Rabbi Yezer says, was Kedei Mizigis the length of time it takes to pour a glass of wine. And Hocha, Kedei Chazores Dekel. And here the Shir he's giving is the amount of time it takes to go around the palm tree. Answers the Gemara, it's not a contradiction. Idi, Vidi, Chad, Shiyuruhu. Both of them are the same shear. The time it takes to, to pour the glass and the time it takes for chazoras deka, which means the branches go back to its place after it was shaking and blowing in the wind, it's the same shear. Now, another question, the next opinion here in the second b'raisa, in the first b'raisa, Rabbi Yeshua said that the length of time is to drink this glass. And here he says, that the shear is as long as it takes to pour the glass of wine. 
So it's not the same share. And it says the Gemara, Eime, you should understand and read that what Rabbi Shua meant in the first Braisa was, Even though Rabbi Shua said in the first Braisa that the length is uh, to, to drink, but he wasn't saying that just drinking itself. He was saying that after Rabbi Yezer. After Rabbi Yezer said the length of time it takes to pour, so Rabbi Shua is adding. He's adding not only to pour, but also to drink, both together. And the same thing also in the second Braisa. In the second Braisa, when Rabbi, Yezze, when, uh, Rabbi Shua, that is, says, it doesn't just mean alone. You pour a glass with the intention to drink it. That's uh, the Shir, according to Rabbi Shua, both together. But why didn't we answer, like what we said before, according to Rabbi Yezze, that Why can't we just say that pouring the glass or drinking the glass is the same shear, and therefore there's no contradiction in Rabbi Shua's opinion. Why do we have to say that we combine both together in his opinion that it's to pour and drink? Answers the Gemara, you can't say that, because Imkain, Hainu Rabbi because then it would come out, Rabbi is saying the same thing as Rabbi Shua, that is, is saying the same thing as Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi is the one that said, Kedei Mizigah Sakais. And even when Rabbi Yezer said, Kedei Chazar Azdekel, we said it's the same shear. And on that, Rabbi Shua would say, that, that, that it means he wouldn't be arguing at all. So we can't say that it's, uh, that's the same shir. Okay, going to the next opinion, so Benazai. Benazai, in the first price, so what did Benazai say? As long as it takes to roast an egg. And And here the shir he gives is as long as it takes to drink this glass of wine. Not the same thing, it seems. Here the Gemara answers, both will be the same shear. The drinking and the roasting the egg is the same shear. Right? So the, basically the Machlaikis is, Rabbi Shua says that it has to be both together, pouring the glass and drinking it. On that, Benazah is saying it's only drinking, which is the same shear as roasting an egg. Says the Gemara, um, uh, where am I over here? Hossam, next opinion, the Gemara discusses Rabbi Kiva, Hossam, Amir Rabbi Kiva, in the first price, Rabbi Kiva says, Kedei Lugayma, the length of time it takes to swallow an egg. Hacha Amar, and over here in the second price, he says, Kedei Litzleis to roast the egg. And so the Gemara here answers, Eime, here the Pshad is, Kedei Litzleis Beye When he says roasting egg in the first price, or actually in the second b'raise, he means to roast it and to actually swallow it. And in the first b'raise as well, when he said to swallow the egg, he was saying this after ben Azad had said to roast it. So he means roasting and swallowing, both together. Again, the Gemara points out, why couldn't we give the answer we said before? Why do we have to combine these two together? Why can't we just say that both of them are the same shear that Rabbi Kiva said, whether it's Ligmaya or Litzleis, why can't they just say that they're both the same shear? So the Gemara says, you can't say that because in Ken Haina Benazai. Then Rabbi Kiva would be saying the same thing as Benazai. Benazai is the one that said, Kedei Litzleis Beyer, Rabbi Kiva can't be holding the same thing. Now, final thing, the final opinion here, the contradiction, Hossam Amar Rabbi Yudha Ben Besayda, in the first price, Rabbi Yudha Ben Besayda says, Kedei Ligmoya, Sholish Beyem, Zuach Hazu. The time it takes to swallow three eggs, one after the other. And Hocha, Makedei Ligmoya, and here, in this price, he said, the amount of time it takes to swallow one egg. So he certainly can't say that it's the same shear. It's either one egg or three eggs. Says the Gemara that really this is not uh, Rabbi Yudu Ben Mesed's own opinion. This is going here in the first Braise when he said the length of time it takes to swallow three eggs. He's saying this, you Rabbi Kiva, according to your opinion, you should have said this shear. 
Why? The Ka'amar, Rabakiva said, Misharin, Bitzliya, Ubigmiya. That we, we estimate the amount of time it takes to roast and to swallow the egg. In other words, Rabbi, uh, uh, Ben Aze said, to roast the egg. And Rabbi Kiva said, Kedele Goyma. What he meant to say is both together. So what he was saying is, You don't have to say a shear which will include the roasting and the swallowing. You could just use a shear just of swallowing. But you would say, And you should have said that the shear is three eggs, swallowing three eggs one after another. You don't have to combine the shear of roasting and eating. Apparently, the, the shear of swallowing three eggs one after the other is just more simple. So he was sort of t- saying to Rabbi Kiva, why didn't you say this shear, that's the same amount of time that it takes to roast and to swallow the egg. But really, Rabbi Yudu Ben Mesedes' own opinion is that it's the amount of time it takes to swallow one egg. And therefore, it's not a contradiction in his opinion either. Okay, now then we had in the price, in the first price, that Rabbi Ben Yirmi Yoyme, Nima, to try to tie the strands of a weave by a weaver. Boy, Ravashi. Ravashi asked, what's the length of this shear? The merchak, these two strands are far from each other, or the merchak, or the mekarev, that is, or they're close to each other. Take. Chanev and Pinchas, As long as it takes, it take out something from between the teeth. Boy, Ravashi, the mahadik, or the lay mahadik? Is it something which is tight, stuck there? Or it's not so tight, so it doesn't take so long. Take little kicker to take bread out of a basket. So this could be in a lot of different kind of situations. So boy Ravashi, the Shaila here is the Mahadik or the Lay Mahadik. Is it tight inside the basket or not? Is it a new basket and therefore it's more difficult to take it out? When there's a new basket, it's, 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 we're talking here about a woven uh, basket and there's pieces that can your hands can get stuck in it. Or it's an old basket and it's smoother, easier to take out. Bechamime, is it warm bread and it takes longer? Or it's bread that's cold? Bidechiti, is it bread from wheat and the bread is smoother and it slips out of the hand? Or it's made from barley, which is rougher and it holds in the hand, the grip is easier. Berakicha, is it soft bread and it crumbles and it falls out of your hand? Or it's harder bread, it's easier to take out. So take all of this remains unresolved, what exactly the share is. Amar Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef, Amar Rav Yechenen, he said in the name of Rav Yechenen. Each one of these Tanoim gave the time that he estimated that he saw by himself. But we have Benazai that's giving a shear for this, and he did not get married. The famous Gemara in Yuvamist that says that Benazai said, he wants to learn Taira, and therefore he didn't get married. Says the Gemara, he actually did initially get married, but he separated from his wife. So therefore he gave the shear from himself. Or he heard the shear from his teacher, and that's the shear that he said. The secret of Hashem is shared with the ones that fear him. So he got this this sight from the Abish to know the shear, how to pass in this din. Even the name of Rabami or Rabasi. Bringing back the Pasuk that was quoted before in the Braise. A person that eats bread without washing his hands, it's like he has a relation with a woman of Zaina. Because the Pasik says, because of this woman of Zaina, you come to a kikalechem, which refers to washing or eating, that is, the kikalechem without washing your hands. So the, the Pasik is saying, is equating the two. You eat without washing your hands, it's like a relationship with the Isha Zaina. 
Rishayim talk about this. What's what's the connection between these two things? One of the Pshatim de Me'iri here says is that a person that's a Baltaiva gives into all of his his desires. So he's having a relationship with Yishu Zayin. It's the same thing when it comes to food. You go straight to the food without the prerequisites al pitaira that he has to do. So Rav asks on this Rasha, Omar but if so, hi, be'ad Yishu Zayinah. Ad kikalechem, how are you darshaning this pasik? Ba'ad means because of, because of the Isha Zaina. That's the title of the word Ba'ad, which means the Isha Zaina is the cause of the action that you're doing. And then it says, Ad kikalechem, you become like until you come to kikalechem. It's not read right according to Yudrasha, because it should have said, Ba'ad kikalechem, because of you eating the bread without washing your hands, Ad Isha Zaina, you come to be like the person that's Isha Zaina. That's uh, what it should have said. So as Rashi explains, what's really bothering the Gemara here is not necessarily the order of the Pasik, but what's bothering the Gemara is the word Be'ad and Ad. Be'ad means because, and Ad means until. If the cause here is the fact that the person is eating without washing his hands, so that's, and, and that it should have said Be'ad, Ba'ad Kikalechem. The cause is that you're eating without washing your hands, but it says it in the reverse. It says Ba'ad Isha that the cause is something that you're doing with the Isha so, so therefore, Rav says that it's Taka talking about the cause being the Isha Zaina. That they we're talking here about a person that has a relationship with the Isha Zaina. Kolabo al Isha Zaina. A man that has a relationship with a Zaina. The end is going to be that he's going to be a beggar and he's going to ask people for bread. So that's how you read the Pasuk. Because he has a relationship with the Zaina, therefore, Ad Kikalechem will come to ask for bread. Person that's not careful with washing his hands properly before he eats bread, neck up, and you know, is uprooted from this world. When you wash, then until it's a dime, the first time you wash before you eat bread, you have to lift your hands up that the, that the water should go further down, that shouldn't come back into your hands. Now, the Allah of washing the hands, you have to wash your hands only until your wrist. That's the gzaira of the Chachamim, that a person's hands until the wrist has a halacha of shniyas l'tumah, a certain level of tumah. Now the thing is, you're supposed to wash your hands twice. The first time you wash your hands, if you wash your hands with water which is less than a revist, so that water itself that goes on your hands becomes tumah. So now you have to wash your hands a second time in order to wash that off. Alright, so now what happens if a person washes his hands once? And he washes his hands and the water goes further out than his wrist. Now, when he washes his hands a second time, he only washes till the wrist, and he doesn't wash that far down. So it comes out that there's still water from the first time he washed that's there, and if he's going to put his hands down, so then that water could roll back into his hands, and it was never cleansed by the second time, so it's going to be metamahim. So therefore, he has to keep his hands up, so the water should flow downward, not back into his hands. That's regarding the Mayim Rishonim. Mayim achreinim, but when it comes to washing mayim achreinim, it's at the end of the meal. So you wash the you wash the hands of mayim achreinim. Now she says because there was a melach stemis, there was some kind of a salt that was dangerous. But there's another reason Rashi here brings actually is just to clean off your hands before you come to bench. So you should lower, you hold your hands downward motion so that the dirt or whatever it is should drop off of your hands. We learned this in Abraisa as well. A person who washes his hands. You have to pick up your hands. As I explained before, because maybe the hands that you washed first time flows further out past the wrist. 
And then, even after you wash your hands the second time, you didn't wash that far, and then that water, if your hands is in a downward motion, so then that water will drip back into your hands and will make you tummy. said, person that eats bread without wiping his hands after he washed for bread, it's like you eat lechem tummy. Shanama, the Pasik says, that the people eat, the Yidna eating the bread Tomei, and in the context of that Pasik, it's not, it's not talking about Tomei bread literally, but it's talking about disgusting bread, and, and so too over here, it's telling you that if you don't wipe your hands, it's considered to be disgusting, and therefore it's called Tomei. Okay, now going back, the Pasik that was quoted before, the Gemara here is going to dash in the continuation of that Pasik. So the Gemara, oh my, what does the Pasik there mean when it continues and says, Ve'eishes ish, nefesh yikara totsud. And eishes ish, the nefesh yikara totsud. The nefesh yikara, a precious soul, will capture. What does this mean? Omer Abchi Barabe, so Abchi Barabe says, Omer Abchi Barabe, the name of Abchi Barabe, Kolodom Shi Yeshpoi, Kasaseruach, any person that is a Balkaiva, that has a hoary spirit, Libesaif, Nichshal, Beeshesish. In the end, he's going to be stumbling and to have a relationship with an Eshesish. Shanema, Pasakir says, Veeshesish, Nefesh Yekara Totsut. An Eshesish will capture a Nefesh Yekara, a person that's precious in his eyes, so he thinks a lot of himself, so he ends up doing things that he's, he's too confident about himself, and he ends up even doing such a kind of thing of having a relationship with an Eshesish. Ish. Omar Rava disagrees with this Rasha. He says it's not perfect in the words of the Pasik. Because if so, high nefesh yukara. If we're speaking about a person that's a Baal Gaiva, that's not described as someone that's yukara, that's precious. Nefesh gvoyami boyale. Rather, the Pasik should have said that he's high, that he's a Baal Gaiva in his eyes. Void, besides that, he totsod mi boyale. The Pasik should have said that this nefesh, nefesh yukara, he totsod, means that. The meaning of the Pasuk should read that he, the Nefesh, will go and capture this woman, which is an Eshesish. In other words, because his haughty spirit, his confidence brings him to do such a thing. So the word he would go on his Nefesh that he does this. Why doesn't it say that word he in the Pasuk to indicate this? When it says Nefesh, she caught a Totsud, it sounds like that she's capturing him. But that's not the case. It's his haughty behavior that brings it. So therefore, Rav says a different shot. Omarave, hi nefesh yikara. Sorry, sorry. El Omarave. So rather, Rav says, kolabo aleishesish. Person that has a relationship with an aleishesish. Afila lomad tayde. Even if you learn tayde, dechsivba. And regarding tayde, it says yikara he mipninim. Tayde is more precious than precious gems. So that's what it means. Nefesh yikara. He has tayde in him, which is precious. And the Gemara explains what the word Pnini means, at Rasha here. His learning Torah is more precious than the Kayan that enters into the Kaidish HaKadoshim. But nevertheless, she will capture him. That's why it says, She captures him, meaning she causes him to fall into Gehenim when he has a relationship with her, even though he learned Torah. Person that's a Balgaive, it's like he's serving idols. Ksivach, the Pasuk here says, Hashem is, it's, it's abominable for him, anyone that has a holy spirit. Ksivhasim, another Pasuk, it says, when it speaks about Avedizar, don't bring this Toyeva, which is Avedizar, into your house. But Rabbi Yechenin, Didei Amar, Rabbi Yechenin himself said, Kilu Kafa Beke. 
person that's a Bakaiva, it's like he denies in Hashem. Shanema Verom Lavovcha. If you have a holy spirit in your heart, Vishokhto as Hashem Lekachavagam, you forget about Hashem. It's like he had a relation with all the Yisurim of Arayas that Tehidah says. Because Hashem, it's abominable to him or someone that has a holy spirit. By all the Arayas it says, So it's compared to someone that has all these relationships. It's like he built a Bama, an altar for Avedizadah. Shanam the Pasik says, Stay away from a person that has his soul in his nose. What value does he have? Now, this expression of refers to a Balgaiva, a person that has his nose and his nose up high in the sky. So, this Balgaiva, so the Pasik says, How do we read this? Don't read it as Bame, but rather El Read it as Bame, meaning that it's like he built a Bame for Avedizadah. Okay, so now going back to the continuation of the Pasik we're quoting before. Pasik there continues and says, Yad li yad lo yinoke. So the Gemara says, My yad li yad lo yinoke. What's the meaning of what the Pasik says? From hand to hand, he will not be clean. What is this talking about? So Marav, so Rav says that this means, That's how it reads in our Gemara. But Rashi says it's not because the Pasik there. Is, is talking about a, bal- a Balgaiva. So it's supposed to be read, Kol anybody that's a Balgaiva, Avinu. Even if you publicize Hashem's name in heaven and earth, like Avram Avinu, regarding Avram it says, Lift up my hands to Hashem, the one that acquires heaven and earth. He still will not be clean. He won't be clean from the din of Gehenna because of his Gaiva. So that's what it means, Yad Yad means even if he's like Avram Avinu, which it says by him, that he lifted up his hands. asks on this, doesn't fit into the words of the Pasik. Why does it say Yad Yad from hand to hand? It should say the word Yadi. Yadi is like the blush that it says by Avram Avinu, if we're comparing this person to Avram Avinu. So therefore in the Shiva of Rabshila, they darshan differently. I feel like kibul teda, Even an individual that received teda like Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moshe Rabbeinu received in his right hand the teda, which is fire. If he's a Balgaiva, he will not be clean from the din of Gehenna. So therefore, that's what yad liyad means that he received the teda from Hashem's hand to his hands. Rabbi Yechinen asked on this pshat as well. Hi, Yad, Liyad. Why is it talking about from hand to the hand? Yad, Miyad, Miboyele. should have said hand from Hashem's hand. Because over here, the Pasuk is speaking about the recipient. It's speaking about this person that's receiving the Torah. So it should say, my hand that received from Hashem's hand, not to the hand. So it's still not perfect in the words of the Pasuk. So therefore, Rabbi Yechinen, Rabbi Yechinen says... Even an individual that gives tzedakah quietly, nobody knows about it. And on, on this it can be said, yad liyad, that he's giving a hand from his hand to someone's hand, tzedakah. And the Gemara over here tells you what the big mile of giving tzedakah quietly is. And regarding this it says, a person that gives tzedakah quietly, this takes away Hashem's anger. But nevertheless, if he's a Balgaivet, he still will not be clean from the din, the punishment of Gehenna.